Okay, yesterday's stuff was Daf Chaf. Today's Chafal. We'll do a review of yesterday's stuff. Get to today's. Have a mind that our learning should be a schos for a foolish lema for Yitzchak and Rizal. Hadasa Basranya. Bracha Bashashana. Amy Bastvora. Michal Abiv Bas Yudis. Tzvito Ben Chasha. All else we need. What? Who else? Rivka Yisraela Bas. Rachel. Okay. All right, Okay, and with that, let's get started on the review of yesterday's Dafrid. We start off yesterday um, towards the top of the page on Daf Chaf Amr Aleph. Um, um, basically, okay, so we saw, um, uh, okay, that. Um, so we're up to the Tanichad, I think. That's where, that's where we begin. Okay, so we uh, learned in one place that a person can, again, what, what's the topic over here is whether a, a woman, a girl who's being sold as an Amma can be sold to, um, sold on the condition that she has no option of yield, that he, the, the master cannot do yield. Is it up to the father? Can that be condition met? Or is that Masna Mashakas of the Torah? So uh, Ramirez says, even though he holds Master Mashkos Torah is uh, a real thing, and you can the in, in Tanai Bottle, nevertheless, over here there's a special possible extra word of La'ama that tells us that um, you can be sold as an Amma. So it's it's in the Torah; it's not against the Torah. Okay. So that Gemar brought down related topics. So again, it's, we saw one source that says that you can be sold to a father, but not to a son. Another source says you can be sold to either a father or the son. Now, if you're going with the um, not being sold to neither father nor son, well, that fits with the rabbi's opinion that there's no, um, uh, you can be sold to Krovin. That's what they say. But uh, to be sold to the father and not the son, who is it going like? If it's like the Rabban, it's not like the Rabban, it's not like Rabbi Yezer. It doesn't fit in with any of the opinions. Because, um, you know, according to Rabbi Yezer, you could be sold to Krovin. According to Rabbana, you can't. So how does it split? So it could be that it's going to the Rabbanan. And this version, this price holds that um, when there's at least one a potential of yield, that's good enough. You don't doesn't need to be to the person, the master himself. Uh, basically, if he's if he's taking in his granddaughter, so although he won't be able to do yield because she is forbidden to him, but it could, there's an option of yield for his son because. You could be miyayed her to your son, and her son is his is her uncle, and that's and, and uh, her uncle is permitted to marry her. So that's uh, yeah. Remember, by me, I, I'm confused by the instrument. You said something about niece. Whose niece? How does that work? Well, think about it. the 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 man is selling his daughter as a slave to his father. His father. So that's okay. the grandfather of the so, child. Right. So when his you think father. about it, well, let's see. So. The grandfather cannot be miyayed his granddaughter because right. that's also. But remember, you can be either to you or to your son. Uh, so his other. So his son, other his son, son, not this one that sold him, right? The other son is it, it's his niece, so, so he can marry his brother. niece. So his brother. Exactly. The seller. The seller's brother. There you go. Okay. All right. I'm glad we clarified. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. What's the pshat in the pasuk? Pasuk says in Bekapi Yavok, Bekapi Yetsi. So uh, we saw 
Um, Reb Leir's Ben Yaakov, uh, so what, what we saw the Tan Kamasi, it means Begufo Nichnas, Begufo Yetze. And contributes Reb Leir's Ben Yaakov, it means Yechidi Nichnas, Yechidi Yetze. So what are the two, what is, first of all, what does it even mean? You go in with your body, you go out with your body, how is he going out? So the answer is, is that Rabbi says that the Tanakam is saying, that this Pesach is saying, that a slave, that, that a, a Jewish slave doesn't go out with Rashi Evarim. He, he has to go that's back in touch. difference. He's got to go off. Huh? He's got to go out with all his Evarim, the Kapal Yeah, he has to, if he came in with all his Evarim, he goes out with all his Evarim. Meaning, there's no din of Yitziah, of, of or Yav Rashi that falls off. Or that's knocked out by the master. He's did knock that. He doesn't go out for that. He has to be made whole. He's uh, owed the money for it, as and uh, as damages. What? As opposed to the right, the Kanani slave. That's what. That's what will free him, and there is no payment. That's the difference. Okay, so that's so that's what Rubber, um, so Rubba explained what that means. The problem is. Is that Abayah says that we have a pasuk for that too? It's that there's a pasuk for that. So uh, that we talk about Amavria that she doesn't go out the way a slave goes out, which means that she doesn't go out with Rashi Avara. So says that's not enough because that might say that she doesn't go out. Maybe means that she gets to get paid for the damage to her eye. Let's say plus she goes out free. And here it's saying uh, that by uh, this pasuk that he doesn't go out free. That's the key element. He gets paid, but not goes, does not go out free. Okay, Reb Lezer ben Yaakov explains, Yechidi nechnas chidi. what does that mean? That means, um, Reb Nachman explains, it means that if he has a wife and children, so then the master can give him, um, um, then the master can give him a shifcha knainis to produce children. But if not, then not. So that took us to uh, the next topic, a very interesting question. Okay, so when a person is Sold as a slave, as we know, it's a six-year term. Okay, um, so but what if he goes up in value? So he was sold for a hundred, and he went up to uh, two hundred in value. So we don't calculate based on this new value. Um, rather, it goes back to the hundred. How do you know? Because the pasuk says mikasim mikanasa. It goes by the purchase price. Okay. Um, what about the other way around? The guy was sold; he was worth two hundred, and then he went down value. And now his actual value is really only 100. How do you know that we calculate according to the new value, the lower value, and therefore it's easier to redeem himself? That's what it says, kefish shanav. Okay. So uh, maybe that's only an evidence. This, this leniency is only an evidence that's sold as a, to, to a Gentile. How do you know to extend it to even Nim Yisrael? So let's learn from the Xer Shavav Sacher Sacher. Okay. So Abaye said, said, I feel really sure of my knowledge. Anybody, it's open questions. So you could ask me a question on anything. I feel like Ben Azai um, in the markets of Tveria, sharp like anything, ask away everybody, and they did. So they took him up on it. So one of the rabbis asked Abaye, I don't understand. This, this took him over here. There's Mikasa Miknaso and Kvishanov. Why did we take it that those Pesukim are being um, Mekel on the redemption. Maybe maybe it means to be machmer on the redemption. That's the question. So, <clears throat> so that's the kasha. So he says can't be the fact that the Torah is so mekel to inevitably that there's a pasuk that says kitovlo imach that he has to be good with you. What does that mean? 
eat the same food. If you're eating caviar, you have to give your Abed Ivry caviar. If you're drinking um, champagne. champagne, you have to give him the champagne. Exactly. Um, you, can't, you can't eat the fancy foods and give him the bad food. You can't eat the, uh, you know, you can't have like the children's table for him, you know. He yeah. should sit in your table. No, say it doesn't say, that, say where he's say eating. It's just saying that what I meant by the children's table at 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 or sometimes at at simchas they have like the fancy food for the adults and then they have a kids table. That's like you know, fries and hot dogs. Okay, so like don't you can't give him that. You have to treat him like an adult. Like what you know, give him the best food, the same food that you're eating. Mechubad, <laughs> right? Mechubad, <laughs> exactly. Is there a way you can interpret that? That's from the puzzle. Kitov lo imach. It's good for him with you. That's. Well, why wouldn't it be good just to have a nice, mercy meal without the best? I mean, where are we? No, the word imach is the word. Imach, with you. With you. Not just that extra line doesn't mean, means on par with you, equal. That's where it is. Okay. Anyway, bottom line is, when you're sleeping, also, he can't just sleep on an uncomfortable bed. He has to sleep on the same quality bed that you have. And we learn from here that basically when you buy yourself an Ebedivri, it's like you're buying yourself a master. Because you have to treat him better than you treat yourself. You have a prerogative. Not better than you Better. As yourself. Better. It, it comes out better. It says as, but it means better. Why? Because what if you only have one down pillow in the house? So if I only have one, I can't sleep on it. Because that would be unfair. He's not on equal footing. What do I do? Put it away and give us both lousy pillows? That's midas sedom. If I can't, just because I can't sleep on it, why should I let him sleep on it? It's midas sedom. So because of midas sedom, I have to give him the bad, good pillow, and I sleep on the junkie pillow. That's called adonatsma. Why, why would anybody take a servant? It's crazy. Well, why would anyone take a Jewish... Uh... It's what do you mean? No, he still got work for you. He, he did get work. You get slaves if he's, you know... He can multiple slaves. He can many like this. He can. You know, I'm saying he can bring in slaves. He can produce slaves. Yeah, he goes in. He gives you nice. Right, right. So for breeding, for breeding purposes. You know, they pay for a breeding bull. It's a lot of money. Okay. Okay. So maybe that's only food and drink and stuff like that. So you shouldn't be suffering. But how do you know that when it comes to redemption, we're also going to be lenient in redemption? Adarabah, let's be strict on him, like we find from Rabbi Yisrochanina. Very interesting. Rabbi says that uh, it's the slippery slope of sin. Look what happens. He starts off doing a minor avera. Minor meaning, you know, okay, he has Shemitah produce. It's all the, this stuff growing. So he doesn't want to just let it sit there and let it go, let the board come and take it. He wants to make some money on it, monetize it. So he starts selling his Shemitah produce. Over uh, the people, so he's making money. That's illicit. That's not correct. You're not allowed to do that. It's it's hefker. You're not supposed to sell it. That being said, so what happens? Your first result is is that he starts getting that instead of getting richer, he gets poorer, and he has to sell off his items. That's the next section of the puzzle. Well, isn't, isn't it true that when you're Jewish slave, leaves? You need to give him like a, gifts. A, a, yes. Yeah. Something to start his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You give gifts. What is a, What do you? What do you? Uh-huh. Which question? And to have enough money. Of course, you have to send. That's what we said. We had that. 
We had just had that a few days ago. That was the that was the Hanaka, the gift that we give. Okay, but the the what we're saying here is is that how does it? Uh, there's a there's a there's a trajectory. What happens first? He starts dealing with shemitah produce. It's not allowed. He loses his money and he has to start selling off his his things, like his portable objects. Obviously, you don't sell land as a last. That's only your last resort. First, you sell your portable objects, whatever you have. Things that you don't need, and you start selling that. You sell uh, the extra car you didn't, you know, you don't use. Right. That's right. That's the first level. Then he's, uh, he didn't realize that he's still sinning, and that's, uh, you know, like he just talked it up to, okay, it's a bad year, but it's going to turn around, whatever. And then he still continues to do the same misbehavior, and then he's going to sell his fields. As the next Pasuk says, he's going to sell my chuzaso. By that time, it's inevitable that he's going to sell his house also, and going down even further, that's the next section. So not only did you sell your lands, you're also selling your house. Okay, you're downsizing. Um, and then, so the Gemara was, by the way, a second. First we called it Lohirgish, then we said Lohirgish. The answer is, is because the way sin works. First time, you feel bad after you did Avera. Second time, you did Avera, and you still did it. You did it two times, so by the third time, it's already like, it's Nasa's look. He did a sin once, and then he did it again, then it becomes hutrula, becomes permitted to him, so then he'll continue to do it. That's why it switched the terminology. Anyway, what was the next thing? Uh, the next thing was, is that um, he's going to have to sell his daughter as a slave. That's that. Why does he have to do that? It doesn't say that in the parsha. What it says is he's going to borrow with interest. But you would soon imagine that it's a good advice to sooner sell your daughter as a slave than borrow with interest. Why is it worse to borrow with interest? Because when you borrow with interest, it keeps increasing. You owe more and more and more. As you, time goes on... You sell your daughter as a slave. As a slave for the money to avoid having to borrow with interest. Why? Because when you sell your daughter as a slave, it's a, paying, it's a debt that pays itself off. So you're not losing anything. As opposed to when you sell, when you when you borrow with interest, it keeps accruing more interest. So you can't get out of that hole. Sometimes it's very hard to dig out of that hole. So he's going to borrow with interest. No, still, by the next time, okay. Well, after having borrowed, yeah, so he sold his daughter. Still did a more avarice. Then he starts um, borrowing with uh, borrowing with interest, and then he doesn't have the money to pay. He has to sell himself as a slave. Then, then, not only that, does he have to sell himself as a slave to a Jew? He's going to sell himself as a slave to a ger, not a ger tzedek, but a ger tosha, not a ger tosha, but an, uh, an idol, a, a, a gentile, not a gentile, an actual house of idols. He gets sold to a house of idols. So you see that uh, basically this guy is is is, is bad news. So um, basically, it's his sins that brought about, brought all this about him. So why should we make it easy for him to redeem himself? That's really what we're bringing out, like Rabbi Yosef And that the Gemara says, but doesn't the Pasuk say, even at the end, that uh, once he went and ended up actually serving, being a slave in the house of idol, in idolatry, uh, maybe we should just throw the stone after a guy falls? No, it says, We try to help the guy out, to help get him out of that bad situation. So he shouldn't get stuck amongst the going and amongst the idols. So, so uh, the Gemara says, okay, fine. You're right that we do that, but maybe when it comes to redeem- redeeming, 
um, not from idol, not from idols, where we don't we don't want him to get caught up in that. So uh, maybe we should be machmer that you go by the higher price. So the Gemara answers. Um, Rav Nachman Yitzchak comes with an amazing insight into the text, and that even Gemara is quite impressed with this. It says in the words, "Im od Rabbas Bashanim, then it says he pays mikasim eknaso. Bashanim, then it pays kefishanov. So why do we switch the terminologies? And what does it mean, Rabbas Bashanim? Ma'at Nisha Bashanim, is there bigger years or larger years, or small, big years, small years? So it's talking about that if the price goes up, so then that's what means Rabbas Bashanim, so then we go by the purchase price. If the price goes down, then Kfishanov according to his current price. So that's what the Pasuk is actually saying. So the Gemara says maybe what it means is if that there's, if you, it's counting the years. Meaning, if you only work two years, so it's closer to the beginning, and there's still four years left, so then it goes by the beginning. And if it worked four years, and it's closer to the end term, so then it goes by the end. So the Gemara says, no, then it wouldn't use the base, bishanim. It would just say, mrabos shanim, imat shanim. Why does it say bashanim? We're counting in the years. There are bigger years and small years. So that's the idea. And this, uh, the Gemara was saying that, Rav Yosef said, Rav Nachman's pshan the Pasuk is, Kisina is like Har Sinai. It's unbelievable. Okay, comes along. Next question, Rav Huna Barchinuna said, the answer of Shesh is this Shaila. What if an evidently sold to a Gentile? Is there an option of being, sold, of being redeemed halfway or not? Is that not an option? On the one hand, let's learn Geula from Stechuza, field of inheritance. And we know the field of inheritance cannot be redeemed partially. You can't say, oh, look, I have half the money, let me pay for I'll, it'll, it'll, this way, it, it'll come back to me in in less time. You know, it's like in, so it'll cut down, um, uh, cut down the years of of how. Well, if you have to, you just wait those few years, and then right, he could do that, right? But who says he'll have the money by then? Right. Anyway, um, anyway, that's the there's a din ainigal chatzayin by by the steachuzat. It's in the text. So the same thing by us, um, or by by the slave that's sold. Again, that's the shayla. Slave sold to a gentile, or maybe um, um, we we it's it's lekula, not lechumra. We shouldn't be machmir. So we don't compare the chumra. So we try to be mekel on the person sold as a gent to a gentile. So um, Abaye says that uh, if he's nikel uh, chatzayin, that's not necessarily. Um, 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 so anyway, there was no wait a second. Um, uh, there was an answer. So the answer that was the question that Rav Huna Barchidna asked Rav Sheshu. Rav Sheshu answered him is that it says Nimkakulo. When being sold as a slave, you have to be sold completely as a slave, not halfway. So uh, not chatzio. So uh, same thing. Nikal is kulo v'lachatzio. So there is no kulo l'chatzion. That's what he said. Then Abai says, you know, sometimes be, the option of being nikal chatzion can uh, be a leniency. And sometimes it could be a stringency. Um, how so? Let's say um, he was originally sold for 100, and he paid 50. So he paid off 50 of the 100. So he's halfway. So he only has to work for half the time left. So um, And then he went up in value, and now he's worth 200. If it's Nikola Chatzayin, then he's going to have to give another 100, um, because this is the new value. And if he's not Nikola Chatzayin, then he's only going to be a... Um, then he's going to have to be giving 150. So Gemara says, hold on. 
it went up in value, I thought we already said that you go by the original price. So the answer is, no, we're talking about a case where his original value was 200. Then he had a dip in the middle that went down to 100. Mm-hmm. And that was when he came up with 50 and he handed him a 50. Mm-hmm. So that 50 is paying off 50% of his need to redeem. Mm-hmm. Now he went back up to 100, mm-hmm. he's going to still have to pay the 100. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, but he did half. He gave 50, which was half his value. So he only has to pay the half of the 200, which is 100, and then he could go free. So but if it doesn't count as Nikola Chatzayin, then, it, then, then basically it's like a deposit, and he always has to pay. He's still going to have to pay the full, what, the one, 150 left. Yeah. So it seems that the Rabbanim agree that you can buy, buy her back. But depending on the Goy, if he agrees or not. No, no, no. no. We're, not, we're, not talk, when he's, we're talking about not sell, you can't sell your daughter to a Goy ever. That's not the case. We're talking about a person sold himself as a slave, and he ended up in the hands of a Gentile. No, I mean the daughter. The daughter can only be sold to Jews, not to a Goyim. Okay, what happened if you want to redeem her? No, in in redemption, there's always an option. If you could come up with the money, in fact, we learned that earlier, he's obligated, meaning, let's say the father was so poor, yeah, we forced the father to redeem back his daughter if he has the money. He can only sell her when he doesn't have the money, and if he find, and then let's say he had a winnings or whatever it was, somehow he got he had a Yerusha, he has to redeem back his daughter. We don't because it's a bizarre, it's embarrassment. At the market price. No, at the price the sale it was, he was sold for a six year term. So whatever amount is still left, that's what he pays. Based on the based on the purchase. You mentioned that the price went up. Oh, no, but he doesn't go to the market. We said if he goes up, he goes by the original sale price. If he goes down, then he can save money. It's, it's always to the benefit of the Redeemer. That we learned already. Okay. So, basically, let's say the money went up, uh, so then it's a guess of McNaughts. So, so, basically, that's the scenario over here. So, um, that brings us to the next question. Uh, so that's what we're saying. Sometimes Nikola Chatzan can be in a favor, and sometimes uh, it could be a negative. Let's say the guy was originally worth uh, 200, and he came up with half the money, um, so, he gave, so he still owes half, and then he went down the value to the 100. So if it was uh, redeemed already, so then it's a ne- it's a, it's a, he still has to pay uh, another 100. If he wasn't redeemed, um, or whatever, no, he'll have to pay 50, I guess, because it goes by, he owes half of what the current value is. But if, uh, but if he, um, if uh, it wasn't anything, so it's like it's just a deposit, so basically now he's only worth 100, so say, take it as my full value, and I'm, I should go free. So it comes to his benefit that it's not Nikal Echetzoyen. Anyway, that was his observation. Yeah? Quick. We're assuming that it is half the time of the, of I'm just giving an example. Okay, but I can redeem her for that price only if she only, even if she only. You talk about her third time. I'm uh, talking about her. There's no. We're not talking about her in this case. No, no, I'm talking about her. It's a question. My question is because we are assuming here that she already did half of the time, but I have to. I can. I have to pay that price. If she only did thirty-three percent of the time, so yeah, of course, this is six-year stint. So we divide the total amount by six, pro-rated. and pro-rated. that's it. Pro, pro rata, exactly. Okay, it's prorated. Okay, brings us to the next question. So Rav Huna Bar Chinnah asks Rav Sheisha, somebody selling a house in a Bata Arichoma. 
okay, in a walled city. Is it redeemable partially or not? What, what's the two sides? First of all, you could learn from Seychuzah that it cannot be, because it can't be by Seychuzah, so here. Or maybe, look, it only said it over there. It didn't say it over here. So yeah, you could be Nigel Chatzoyim. So that's the question. So uh, the answer he said that if you hold like Rup Shimon, it should come out that he could borrow and, re- and redeem as well as redeem in partial, in partial, partially. Why? Because there's an interesting um, Bryce. The Bryce says that it says imgol yigal, which we learn that we make it easy for him to redeem. That's a double expression that he can even borrow to redeem and he can even redeem partially. Now that what Pasuk was talking about a person who made his field hectic. So he can come up with the money and then redeem his field, okay? And Rabbi Shimon says, why does the Torah say that, that it makes it extra easy to, for him to redeem? He says, because look, when you sell a, a field of a Chusa, what's going to happen is, is that if you can't come up the money, in the end, come Yovel, you'll get it. So it's coming back to you anyway. So therefore, there's no reason to be lenient on you and allow you to be borrow money to be able to redeem it or, or allow you to, uh, to redeem partially. No, you can only redeem the whole thing. However, over here, where what's going to happen by Yovel is if you don't redeem it, it gets then it's lost for you forever. So therefore, we make it easier for you. That's the basic idea. So if you follow that same logic, so by Abate Arichoma, also it's the same situation. That's what's happening in Abate Arichoma. After all, after a year's time, it's lost forever. So therefore, it makes sense that you should be able to borrow to pay back, to, to, to redeem it. And you should also be able to redeem L'chatzon. If you only have half the money, you should at least be able to redeem partially to, to, re, to recoup whatever you can. That is what the Gemara said on that. And that is as far as we got up to uh, yesterday. I'll take it from here, today's daf. Okay.